Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, bienvenuti, bienvenidos. Uh, welcome back to Unleash Your Better Version with your host, Lisette, or Liz. Uh, like I said in the last episode, a lot of people really call me Liz. I don't really use my birth name. <laughs> Very weird, but <coughs> I'm still sick, as you can tell. I thought I'd be better by now, but I went to the doctors today, so yay me right they gave me like three different types of medicines that i should be taking but i'm okay i only have sinusitis something like that it's sort of like a sinus infection but that's all i have so i'm fine i knew it was nothing crazy um but welcome to my second episode of this podcast i'm very excited for this episode because it's something that i've been meaning to talk about for a while now and not a lot of people know this about me but um Just because I choose not to really speak on it for um, this other person's privacy reasons, of course. And because at the end of the day, you know, it was something that was kind of like I should take um, blame for as well. I should take responsibility on this because it wasn't completely the other person's fault. But I wanted to talk about toxic relationships today. Um, This is something that I never thought that I would be... um, not a victim, but I guess you could say I never thought I would experience such a toxic relationship. I grew up with my parents being married since day one. Uh, Well, actually, I was three years old when they got married, but, you know, they've always carried such a healthy relationship. Their 25th anniversary is actually this year, and they are renewing their vows next month, April 25th, but they got married in November, but it's a little bit nicer around the springtime <laughs> so they are making a celebration that day so i grew up in a healthy household with um a very good example of what a healthy relationship be like so for me to end up in a toxic relationship was something that i didn't think i would ever end up in and it was pretty long it's actually easier said than done to tell someone to leave a toxic relationship but once you're in one it's actually harder than many people think um Fortunately, though, I'm not going to sit here and play victim. I wasn't in an abusive relationship where he physically hit me or any of that. But uh, again, taking responsibility, we were both toxic to each other in um, verbal um, abuse and emotional abuse. So that is what I'm here to talk about and to help those who are finding themselves in a toxic relationship at the moment and can't seem to really find the way out. I hope that with this you kind of take a step forward and um to the door so you can leave i don't expect you to fully leave after this episode but i do hope that it helps you get some clarity so what i'm going to talk about really is uh, of course i'm going to talk about like the positive sides because i'm not going to sit here and say that it was all bad for three years but towards the end it was and i guess the bad moments made it seem like they were years of my life so i'm gonna start off really by saying that this was my first relationship i was about 18 or 19 so i was fairly young he was my first everything my first again my first real boyfriend my first true love i so i thought at the moment my first everything really um so i was very young we were both very young very naive as well and we came from two different backgrounds and i guess that's who played a part in our differences our our arguments our troubles and stuff like that because we grew up into very different lifestyles he grew up very different than how i had grown up so 
uh, we argued a lot about that. We had a lot of differences, but um, not a lot of people really get to hear the toxic part of it. I kind of like let that go. And this was, we broke up about two years ago. So I choose not to talk about it anymore. And why relive the past, you know? So um, when things were good, they were really good. They were great, actually. Um, I was very, very happy at the beginning. So I thought I was. Um, again, not really. It was my first, I guess, every, again, my first everything, my first true love and everything. So it was happiness to me. It was happiness I, ha- I had received from somebody else that's obviously not family wise so it was a different kind of love that I experienced for the first time and um, it was sunshine and rainbows and butterflies and everything good you know but when they were bad they were really bad Um, it was uh, a dark place to be in it was very uh, traumatic and now I realized that I was uh, I don't know what I was thinking by staying uh, that long and for allowing per, um, to be treated that way by by somebody but he was my best friend we were very comfortable with each other we were um, it was, there was lots of love at the beginning we were honest with each other and you know it, of course as always everything is always good at the beginning and then it takes life takes you through stuff and everything takes a turn so stuff happened I'm not gonna go into detail because um for his privacy reasons but just to kind of give you guys an idea let's just say his freedom was taken away from him so we went through some hardships and me being the positive person that I am um, and being so naive I saw those obstacles and those challenges as a motivation to keep going um that you know oh we are just these are just tests to make us stronger they're tests to to see how much we actually are committed to each other and stuff like that you know I was like because my parents also they when they were first dating they my, my father was an alcoholic and he was uh, verbally abusive to my mom as well I didn't get to live those moments because I was very very young I was still probably like less than a year old but they they have been open about it with us and so they've told us stuff like that so they've come a long way and I saw that you know as just something that we're gonna get over and that we'll look back on and say wow we made it through those hardships and stuff so I took on the challenge I took we both took on the challenge together and so uh, I guess that was kind of like my first mistake as well Um, and so for a while we were apart but uh we 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 try to make it work and we 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 did give it our all at through that hardship and unfortunately it was something new to me it was something that I had never been through and so of course I really didn't know how to handle it so a little bit towards the end of that little challenge um, I kind of asked for a break. I was doing beauty school at the time. I was doing my own thing. I was working full time. And so I, I couldn't do it anymore. It was an emotional um, toll on me having him away and him being in the situation he was. So I asked for some time and I said, you know, when this issue gets resolved, you know, we, we can pick up where we left off. I'm not going anywhere. I, I wasn't planning on dating anybody. My mind wasn't an, anything like that because I was so dedicated on school and work, you know. But that was the beginning of what would eventually lead to a cycle of 
constant uh, cheating and lying and stuff like that. So, uh, I he became because of everything that he was going through. He became a priority to me. I made sure that his um, mental health was good. That he was good. That he had that he didn't feel any less than other people. And you know, just always made sure that he was good. That um, he was happy and stuff like that. So. Um, I tried my best to always do everything for him. And so I kind of slowly started, started to not care about myself and my well-being because I was so focused on taking care of someone else and making sure someone else was fine, which that eventually is my own fault because, you know, I did that to myself. I, I, I forgot who I was and I forgot to take care of myself, which I shouldn't have done, but, uh, I just... I'm more of a caretaker. I want to make sure everyone is good before I am good. But there will be days where I'd be frustrated because who's asking if I'm okay? Who's concerned on my well-being? You know, stuff like that. So um, regardless of that, um, I, I said, you know, I if I'm a real one, quote unquote, then I have to stay. I have to stick through through um, the thick and thin. I have to have his back on everything, you know. So I did. And so we, we stayed together. But... One thing led to another, and then lying uh, became a part of our relationship and cheating. And uh, I don't know. I have a, a, a real question for you guys because, see, for me, cheating doesn't necessarily have to be physical. Uh, you don't have to necessarily kiss somebody else, touch somebody else, sexually be involved with somebody else to, for it to be considered cheating. Uh, I think for me, emotional attention towards somebody who is not your partner in an appropriate way is cheating and we argued about that a lot he he was not on board with that he said that was not cheating and I in my opinion think it is so I don't know um what do you guys think what do you consider cheating do you think emotional attention towards somebody else other than your partner in an appropriate way is cheating let me know because I think it is so anyway um he began talking to other girls, giving other girls attention, giving them um, a place in his life, allowing them to feel like they were something more than just acquaintances or friends and stuff like that. So um, the first time, you know, like people make mistakes, we all make mistakes, we're all human beings and I accept that and I know that and, you know, nobody is perfect. So the first time it was whatever to me, I, I let it go and... Um, I just said, you know, okay, well, we'll, we'll get through it, you know? And, and that's where the emotional abuse came because after him, after reading those messages of, of what he had been telling these girls and stuff, you know, I questioned my self-worth, I questioned myself, I questioned um, what I meant to him and my value. So, you know, that 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 takes a toll on you, you nobody should ever feel less than what they are and I felt like because I I was giving so much I'm just like am I not enough is this not enough like what else can I can I give you what else can I do for you you know and it was times where like I I would I made sure he was good financially emotionally sexually I wanted to please him as well you know so he felt like he had quote-unquote the baddest girl and like he felt like he had everything in me, you know, I wanted, I wanted to prove myself, I felt like for a long time, I worked on proving myself, my worth, and who I was to him, when I shouldn't, you know, like, now I know my worth, and I think we all should know our worth, so you shouldn't prove to anybody 
what you're worth. I mean, if they can't see it off the bat, then wow, sucks for them, you know, so sorry for you. But I didn't know that at the time because I was so young and because I had always dealt with um, self-esteem issues. I was always very, very insecure since a very young age. And that's something we'll talk about in another episode is about um, bullying, self-esteem issues. But, you know, that started the cycle. Uh, it was one too many times that I that he went ahead and cheated on me in that way. Again, for me, that's considered cheating. But I also was toxic. I am not going to lie. I would also, what, because of those actions he took, I responded. It triggered me and I reacted in a way that was not appropriate for somebody to act when you love somebody, when you say you love somebody. You know, I remember clearly, I clearly remember car rides from work to home or just me driving and literally I felt like at times I was probably going to get into an accident because my rage was so out of control. I was in the car screaming at the top of my lungs, cursing this man out. And again, I didn't grow up that way. I didn't grow up with yelling in my household and anything like that. So it was so out of me to sit there and talk to the person that I claim to love this way. And I felt I truly did feel bad afterwards, of course, because I loved him and I never wanted us to argue that ugly you know like our fights were very very ugly and so one day though I had a talk with my brother this was after we had already broken up and I said you know well he he triggers me to do this you know like the actions that he does um make me act like this and I'll never forget the words he said um he said you know you sound like an abuser you have the ability to control yourself and yet you make it seem like it's his fault. And that hit me really hard. That really did because um, it, it, I sounded like, you know, those men who hit women and then apologize and be like, do you think I want to hurt you? Like, you, you make me do this. And that's who I was because that's what I would tell him, literally. I would be like, well, because of the actions that you do, I react this way. If you don't want me to act like this, don't do those certain things. <clears throat> and that is not how it works because even though I was young, I was still conscious of what's right and what's wrong. And that is not something that you do to somebody you love. You don't talk to them that way. You don't raise your voice like that um, and stuff like that. And I, I, I mean, I did apologize, but of course, Asari isn't going to take back everything that you told them, you know. But I also felt like he he disrespected me. He disrespected the relationship and allowing other people in and allowing other people to feel welcome in his life and make them feel like... Um, they were, they had a place that belonged to me, and I know on one occasion, actually, um, one of the girls had told me, oh, you know, well, he's, you know, he's, they're messaging or whatever, and he actually told, he's like, I kind of know about you, he told me that you guys were fighting, and that you guys were on bad terms, that you were this, and I'll never, ever, ever forget that conversation, because just two days prior to that um, incident, prior to me learning about this girl, um, I had given myself to him, I had um, lost my virginity to this guy, and you know, uh, everything was great, of course, uh, he laid me in his bed, he made me feel special, he told me he loved me, and then two days later, here I find him talking to this girl, telling him telling her that 
you know, we're not together, that we're having issues, but yet we're not because just two days ago, you were sure happy with me, right? So that that started to um, anger in me. And I'm the type of person who gets over things really fast. And so I learned to forgive and forget. I, I really do. And, you know, like I said, we're not, nobody is perfect. We're all human beings. But that truly made me feel disrespected. And I think from then and there, I should have also learned my lesson. But I didn't, again, because... I, I held back I held on I held on to the good memories I wanted us to get back to that and I thought you know with hard work and dedication that we could get back to that we could get that again and we could be happy and we can overcome any obstacle that's my mentality throughout this whole relationship was we can get through anything you know but uh it it, it wasn't like that and so um it got to the point where, again, I was, I felt like I needed to prove something to him. I needed to prove that he didn't need anybody else. And I will admit, again, this is, this was me having my insecurities at the time. I told him, you know, I know I'm not the prettiest. I know I'm not the most experienced in bed. I know I'm not the richest girl, but, you know, like, I love, I truly do love you. I love you sincerely. And everything I give you is um, pure, is with my heart, you know? So it started again, this was me now being toxic to myself. And because of that, I reciprocated that energy onto the relationship. But I was becoming somebody that I wasn't. Um, I started doing things that I typically don't do. Like I started lying to my parents of where I was because I was with him. I got a job purposely out where he lives. So he lives about an hour away. He's actually in the city. And so I got a job out there just so I can spend time with him. So there'd be days where I didn't work. I didn't have a shift, but yet I told my parents that I was working and instead I'd spend the whole day with him, you know, and because of his freedom too, we, we were restricted to, to doing a lot of things. So, um, it got to the point where I was also trying to please him sexually. Like I would do anything he wanted. Um, I, I tried anything that he wanted. I, I, because again, I wanted to make sure that he was happy, that everything was on him, and that that was my mistake, that was my fault, and I I, I shouldn't have let it letting it got in that far, because I truly did lose myself in three years. Uh, I I lost who I was. I lost all knowledge of what what my values are, who I am, just to please somebody else. Because I thought, because with the constant girls being uh, introduced into the relationship, I was like what am I lacking? What do these girls have that I don't have? Why, what does this new girl have that I'm lacking, that I don't have? Is it the money that I don't have? Does she have more money than I do? That's why you feel like you need this girl in your life. Is this girl more experienced than me in bed? So you feel like sexually I don't please you? What What does she have? Like, is it because I don't smoke? that you want somebody you want to roll a blunt with and you want to smoke with, and I don't do that. So it got to the point where I was just changing who I was, changing to modify, I was modifying my personality to fit his needs and his expectations. And again, that was just only harming myself and also him because eventually it got to the point where I would throw it in his face because I did this for you. I did this because of you. I'm, I'm this person now because of you. And it shouldn't have been like that. And it's something, funny story, actually. Not a lot of people know this. But my first tattoo, I actually got it because of him. I remember one conversation. I don't even think he knows this. 
But I remember one conversation that we were having one day and um, he said something about, oh, girls with tattoos are just so attractive to me. And at the time I didn't have any tattoos and he had some tattoos. So, (laughs) wow, I've never said this out loud. Nobody knows this. So after him saying that, and because, again, there had been girls in, in his life already, I said, you know, I don't want him to leave me for another girl again. I don't want him to go find what he's looking for in somebody else. I want to have that. I want to have everything. So I went and got a tattoo. I went and got a tattoo because the guy I was with said he liked girls with tattoos. Now let that sink in for a moment. I didn't even want a tattoo. I, I, I had thought about getting a tattoo for a while. I just didn't know what I wanted. Um, I always knew I wanted one, a piece of something. But in the, I think, span of a month, I, I had to figure out what I was going to get because I wanted my man to find me attractive, to find me good enough. And because he wanted, he liked girls with tattoos, I wanted to be that girl with a tattoo. um I look back at it now and wow that that just goes to show you how much I truly lost myself and how much I truly did everything to please this man to be everything that he wanted and yet look at us now we're not even together (laughs) I did so much for somebody who never learn to appreciate it and again I can't speak for him I don't know truly what his intentions were if he regrets it or not what he did but I never felt valued I felt like regardless of everything that I was doing it was never enough I I, and it got to the point where I just completely lost who I was so there was nights that I wouldn't sleep because I just dreamt, I, my, all my dreams were of him with another chick, him in bed with another girl, him hanging out with another girl, and cr- oh my god, the amount of times that I cried, I literally felt like there was no more tears in my body, it was just bad, like bad, and our phone calls would just be arguments, really, they, there was no point of us in, in even talking, um, I know every time that there was a new girl, wow, I'd go probably like a week without eating. (laughs) Like I was so sick to my stomach that I don't think I even want to remember that, but food just made me so sick. Like I couldn't hold down food if, if I, if it was like my life depended on it, I just could not. There was no way that I was eating anything. I just was so sick to my stomach because I felt, again, like, what am I missing? What am I doing wrong? Like, I felt like I was doing everything right. I felt like I was giving more than I even had. Instead of 100%, I was giving 110%. Like, I don't even know where else to get energy from. I don't know where else to get this love from. Like, I'm literally giving you every drop, every ounce that I have. And it just was not enough. So finally, one day, again, like after this was three years. So the first year, I think, was like our probably our best year, second year. Then I, I think at the year and a half, 
it started going downwards and then um and we broke up a few like I think we broke up like two or three times throughout the relationship um but all together we were together for three years and so I got one day I'll never forget I had a a talk with my dad and it, it had been a while too since I had been giving it thought the last time that we um, got back together I wasn't 100% on board with it I I my heart wasn't in it 100% but you know I felt like I had to give it one last try I had to try at least for all the all the energy I've already wasted all the t- all the years that have passed by and because of our history I felt like you know what's one more if this one doesn't work then I guess that's it but um Again, it had been a lot of reflecting, a lot of um, meditating for a while after, with the last time that we got back together. And because my heart wasn't fully in it, I, I knew that for my own sanity and for him, obviously, I didn't want to hurt him. I, I needed to either cut things officially or get back into it slowly. I shouldn't have rushed into getting back together so quick. But I had one talk with my dad one day, and not about him, not about relationships, just life in general. Um, he was just giving me a lot of life advice, and he was telling me some very, very deep things. And that day, he was so drunk. I have never seen my dad that drunk in my life. Um, I Truly, I, I hadn't. And, and I was 21 at the time, I believe. And I had never seen my dad that, that gone <laughs> into alcohol. So, again, little kids and uh, people who are drunk are probably, like, the most honest people. So, we were, he was telling me a lot, a lot of real shit. Um, so, he was just venting to me. And something that he said made me realize that in that time, in that space, in that moment in my life, what I needed to focus on was my family. What I needed to focus on was finding who I was again because it had gone too far, like, I, I, my own family didn't even know who I was anymore, so I need to find myself again, and in order to do that, I needed to be alone, I needed to be with the people that know me best and love me the most, which is my family, so that's what I decided to do, I, I think I texted him that night, or texted him the next morning, and I know how, not childish, but how cliche of me (laughs) to I I broke up with him by text and I told him you know what I I really don't think this is working out and I need some time so I did um I took some time for myself um I I took some time to spend with my family and actually my mom ended up getting surgery I think the week after or something and then my dad ended up getting surgery like three weeks after my mom did so you know I I was going through so much and yet I was trying to figure out who I was again, trying to fix myself from all that I had put myself through. And again, it's so much easier said than done. Like I should have left after the first time, after the second time. Like, See, I guess for the first time, I kind of let it slide because I'm like, you know, we all make mistakes. It's fine. Like he'll learn from this, but he didn't. (laughs) So I should have probably left after the second time and um but I didn't and so I think if one I'm gonna speak an experience like one for those who are currently in a really toxic relationship and whether it's abusive well I can't really 
advise on that because I haven't experienced it firsthand. But definitely if you're in an emotional or verbal abusive relationship, you need to take a step back and realize who you are. Do you deserve to be treated like that by somebody that one claims they love you and two, somebody you love? Is that love? Because it is true when they say words hurt more than actions. There is still things that I remember vividly that he told me um, that I can never forget. And when I was a little kid, I used to get spanked so much. But honestly, I don't even remember how it felt. I, I mean, I got spanked a lot. And I don't even remember with what. I think it was with like a chunkla or something. Um, but the words he told me, the things that he said to me, wow, they, they stayed with me. And they still, to this day, obviously it doesn't affect me now, but those are scars that never go away. The things that your partner is telling you right now will never fade from your memory, honestly. And so you got to take a step back and realize that you deserve more than that. There is somebody out there for you. I don't care if it's been years. I know people say, oh, well, I've given five, eight, ten years. Like, how do I just leave? You know, he's everything I know. And that's one thing that I've learned, too. A lot of us are very comfortable because they know so much about you, because it's been so long, because your family loves them, because your family knows them, and vice versa. You think, there is nothing after this. Who else? Like, I've already wasted so many years. But you're going to keep wasting more years and getting the same abuse. Because people like that... It takes a lot for them to change. And I say it personally with myself because um, after I got out of that relationship, I did get into another one about a year after. And it was hard. It was hard to not make the same mistakes. And it's, it's still something that I'm working on. And it's really hard to leave that pattern. You think that everybody should be like you. Everybody is going to treat you that way. And because you're already with this person, why not just stay? But honestly, after him, I've met some really, really great people. I, I haven't been in a relationship after my previous one, which that would be for another episode, actually, which um, is the opposite of this, which is being in a healthier relationship. Um, but the downside of being in a healthy relationship after leaving a toxic relationship, um, which is something that a lot of people know how to deal with and that's something that gets talked about a lot and it's actually um, something very hard to do. But back to the toxicity. (laughs) Um, I think the most important thing that I learned from, from that experience was learning to value myself and learning to accept my worth and know who I am and not lose sight of that. Prior to him, yes, I did have some insecurity issues and self-esteem issues, but I knew who I was. I knew my values. I knew what I wanted. And with that roller coaster relationship, I started saying, I deserve this. I deserve to be treated like this. I started accepting his behavior. And that is something that's unacceptable. Like I should have not, I shouldn't have done that. And so that's my advice to you guys today. If you are someone else also like myself that I also said some hurtful things to him um like I said I'll never forget car rides where I was screaming hysterically at the top of my lungs and I was saying nasty things I wasn't like nothing towards him you know personally but 
was just saying how how stupid I was and how he's never gonna change and um just stuff like that so I think from first-hand experience too if you're also somebody who who is finding themselves being toxic back reflect on it take a step back is that really who you are is that really how you want to treat somebody you love do you want to get the same treatment back do you think they're gonna change because you cried and you begged and you pleaded for them to change for them to see your worth because that's something I did a lot too I remember sitting in front of him and literally begging him, pleading him, asking him to please stop talking to those girls. I remember one day I was crying and I'm just like, just choose me. He was talking to this girl and I was like, if you stop talking to her, we'll get back together. Can't you see that I love you? I was trying to force him to see something that obviously he could not see. He could not see the love that I was giving him. He could not see my value, my worth. And you can't force somebody to think that the sky is blue when in their mind it's red. You cannot force somebody to see something that they are clearly not seeing. And that is something that that was a mistake I did too. I felt like I can I could convince him through through being sexually different and through being emotionally different and financially different. I felt like he could see that I was the whole package and he could see my worth and he could realize that I was was what was best for him. But if he couldn't see that on his own without me trying this hard he clearly did not deserve me. And I think now, I, I, I think I accept that I had to go through that in order to find myself again and to, to change my, <laughs> I guess change my self-esteem, but I guess increase in a way. But I know who I am now. I know um, that I love pretty hard too. And I know my flaws. I know that I'm not perfect. I know I make mistakes and I, I, I'm obviously still working on that, but I know who I am now as a person. And I guess also what helped was being in a healthy relationship afterwards kind of gave me that verification um, that I was working on that I am good enough. I am worth it. I am loving. I, I do deserve to be respected and someone out there will respect me. So that is it for today's episode. I just wanted to make those who are in um, emotional abusive relationship, give them a place because I know not a lot of people talk about it because I think it's become such a norm that um, because there's arguments, you know, of course there's arguments in relationship, but I think there's a line that you don't cross. There are certain things you don't say, certain tones you don't use with the person you love. And not a lot of people speak on emotional and verbal abusive relationships. And I am here to tell you that you are not alone. That you can get out of that. And then you you will find somebody better. Whether that better be in yourself or that better be in somebody else. But 
you are deserving of more than somebody who makes you feel less than what you really are and somebody who doesn't learn and just is a cycle of being toxic and somebody who will never really know your value until maybe it's too late or maybe they'll just never know they don't know how to love somebody else and um I think that was also an issue because of his past and I made so many so many um excuses I said oh well you know this is because he grew up like this but there's no excuses and that's something I want to tell you too whoever um you may be that is listening stop making excuses there is no excuse for that type of behavior and it goes for myself too there was no excuse as to why I I responded in that way I consciously knew that was wrong and yet I consciously went ahead and repeated the same mistakes I constantly got aggressive with him verbally and uh, I should have known better and vice versa with that other person they should have known um, how much it hurt me when they they did certain actions and when they they acted a certain way they knew the 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 effect it had on me and so I just want you guys all to take a day of reflection, not even a day, take about an hour, isolate yourself for a bit and really think about is the relationship that you're in currently what's best? How long has it been since you felt loved by that person, truly loved? When was your last argument? What was the last thing you said to them? In what tone did you talk to them? And just really reflect on the, the relationship that you're in. Is that something you want to deal with for the rest of your life? Do you truly think that out of the billions, trillions of people that are out here, that that is what you deserve? That there is nobody else for you? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I wrap up this episode and... I just wanted to take the time to thank you guys again for uh, joining me in this new journey of Unleash Your Better Version and I guess leaving that relationship opened up something in me um, that still lives in me today and that is my self-worth, realizing, accepting that I am more than that. I am capable of being loved in a healthy way and I don't deserve that and I am capable of loving too that I don't have to respond in that negative energy, in that abusive way. I don't have to talk to somebody like that for them to, to understand my point of view. And I don't have to prove to anybody and beg somebody to see my self-worth. Leaving that relationship unleashed a spark in me. It unleashed what is now me. And again, I will talk about also getting in a healthy relationship after leaving a toxic one because it is possible it's possible for everyone you are capable of finding real healthy true love again and that is something that i will talk about in my next episode which i'm excited about because it won't be as depressing and it won't be as sad um and yet it also comes with a lesson though so thank you guys all for joining me in unleash your better version and i hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day whether what time you are listening whether it's in the morning i hope you enjoy the rest of your day 
whether it's at night i hope you have a very good night's sleep and i will see you guys in my next episode thank you all so much for joining again and you can follow me on my social media i am on instagram um with underscore l-i-i-z-x and i am on twitter with the twitter handle at l-i-i-z-x-x underscore you can find the rest of my social media through those links through that social media and connect with me come say hi come show love i will show love back and i'll see you guys in my next episode